Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm a pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. I'm back again with a good friend. Hi, Pastor Andy. How are you? Hey, DK. Daniel Quillen. Good to be here with you again, chatting. Uh, (laughs) Today's topic is a little less controversial. (laughs) Wow. Um, well, depends, but, I guess. <laughs> but but in your area of specialty, um, I really look up to you for all the years that you've been helping out uh, teenagers, especially in a high right. school setting, uh, relationship, um, in their work and in their perspectives. So today, um, the question for you is how to pack tall, how to pack tall. So for our wow. listeners out there, uh, pack tall means how to date, you know, especially in a right. high school setting, you know. Yes. Uh, I came across uh, a couple of times, you know, when whether it's a joke, whether it's a serious manner, people will say this, hey, you guys, uh, these are just puppy love. Lah. It won't last long. <laughs> But I've realized that right. these young people, they get so angry. Like, how dare you wow. say that? Like, I really love her. You know, I really love him. I would die for her. And him. So yeah. I think sometimes um, the things that we say, you know, will come off in a wrong way and actually offends these young people. So I yeah. today, really the focus is instead of offending, how can we really learn to help and educate, yeah. especially for young people to do, as they listen to this, you know, like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I actually have feelings towards this girl, but how can I do this in a healthier manner? How can I date yeah. in a healthier manner? So, what, but firstly, what are your thoughts <laughs> about dating in a high school <laughs> phase? Well, I have, I have a lot of thoughts about <laughs> teenage dating, but we only have so much time, so I kind of have to filter down to uh, maybe what we should be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thoughts, thoughts like, uh, should a teenager even date? Like, is it the best time to date? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if there was a best time to date, if there was ever such a thing, is teenage years the best? Therefore, we can talk about that. Maybe it's another time and, and all that. But I guess for today, we are assuming that there are young people out there, teenagers yeah. in high school, that already maybe found someone that they really are attracted to uh, or maybe they're listening now, they're already in a relationship, uh, uh, or some of them are considering to get into one, uh, or some of them are currently in love, and you know there are people around them who's giving them all kinds of advice. Some are saying, no, you should get into it. Or, why are you crazy? What are you doing this for? So, like, I, I guess we want to speak to those out there who are considering, teenagers, yeah? Teenagers, high school, high schoolers who are considering going into a relationship, already in one uh, or have anyone a long time. I guess these are the ones that we're speaking to today. Uh, I think the first thing I want to say is this. Okay, when, when I was a teenager, okay, right. I had, I had, I had, at 16 years old, I, I think I had a relationship somewhat, okay? okay. There was this girl in my life, mm-hmm. um, but we never really made it official or public in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just between her and I and a few close friends, we are boyfriend, girlfriend, but to the rest of the world, no one knew about it. I never said I love you to her because 
I, in my church growing up, I was taught not to have relationships as a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I could not come out and say I have a girlfriend. And I was also taught somewhat like, not directly, but somewhat given the idea that I should have, my first girlfriend should be my wife kind of a thought. Mm-hmm. So, so it was that serious. So I, with this girl, I was like, you know what? I'm only going to say I love you when I'm really, really sure kind of a thing. So I don't know whether you count that as a relationship, but I had that. Okay. And then just before I started SPM, I got into a relationship with another girl. All right, from my church, mm-hmm. uh, who have been taught the same thing as I Wait, was taught. Hold right? on a second. You mean yes. two two different girls girl. at once? No, no, different year, different, oh, different year, year, different girl. Okay, different girl. Okay. So the 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 the, the, the sixteen year old one, I think eventually she's like, I give up lah. Okay, I don't know whether this guy's serious about me. She, she while she was with me, she went with another guy. Ah, oh, that one okay, something wrong. <laughs> hey, that okay, another, another story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of my as like at the end of the, my seventeen year old year, like SPM time, I got into a relationship with this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it went on for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really, really rough two years. Our honeymoon period. Not every relationship got honeymoon period, right? Yep. Like where nothing can go wrong. She's perfect. You're perfect. Mm. It lasted two days only. <laughs> For me, it lasted two days only. The rest of the two years was almost like fights almost every day. Mm. Uh, okay. And the point I'm trying to get at is this: like it does happen. What I'm trying to say is that okay, look. I uh, I may think that the teenage years is not maybe the best time to get into a relationship. You could get into a relationship during teenage years, okay? Yep. Uh, it's just not the best time. That may be my opinion. But mm. even though I have the opinion, I myself got into it <laughs> during my <laughs> yeah. teenage years, right? So, yeah. so the, the point here is it does happen. It will likely will continue to happen. Mm. Young people are going to get into relationships. Mm. Now, the very first advice I want to give is, is this. As much as possible... If you really want to, if, if today's question is about, okay, I'm going to do it anyway, how can I do it well? Mm-hmm. How can I do it in a healthy way mm-hmm. so I don't mess it up? Because uh, if you're 15 years old and you get into a relationship, I think the general idea is that I want this to last. Yeah. Right? No, nobody gets to a relationship and say, you know what? I want to mess this up real bad. Okay? <laughs> uh, I, 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 want to, I want to crush this person's heart. No one does that. Everyone wants the best. Yeah. Right? Um, and, 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 and for a 15-year-old, for it to last, like, you're talking about lasting 10, 15 years, you know, I mean, to be realistic, like, I Before don't think marriage. you're going to get married at eight. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get married at 18, you're not going to get married at 22, you know, you've got so many other things to take care of. So, if you, if you really want it to last, you're talking about, okay, I'm going to make this work and it's going to last for 10, 15 years. Now, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hard to do without getting into all kinds of problems like sin and sex before marriage and breakups and all these things. There's a lot to deal with. So, this is a roundabout way to, to get to my advice. I think as much as possible, don't keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of young people feel like they have to keep it a secret because society don't support the idea or if you go to a church, your church likely, you think maybe your church don't support the idea of teenage dating and all this stigma and all these, all these things. Lah, okay? Mm-hmm. And there is a tendency lah, to keep it a secret like I did. I told no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only told my few friends who, by the way, are the same age as me. What do they know? Like, really, think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's right. like, it's, yeah, it's like a, a cat telling, asking another cat how to get away from a dog kind of thing. Like, uh, <laughs> or, or like, you know, like, like a, like a child uh, asking another child how to, how to do business. It's like, like, no, no, uh, you, you, you got to be open about it. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard. Yep. In fact, I would also advocate 
tell your parents. <laughs> mm. I would advocate that. I know young people out there listening now, they're like, are you crazy? Uh? How to tell my yeah, parents? Man. I know it's hard, but how many thousands or hundreds of thousands have tried without telling their parents and made and made it? Yeah. And we've, we've got so many stats, right, of young people who can't do it without the help of their parents, without the advice of people around them who really love them. Mm-hmm. And so many have failed. So many have uh, come into problems and they don't know how to solve it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now I'm a parent. DK, you're a parent too, right? Yeah. I'm sure the, between the both of us, we want our 16-year-old child yeah, one day to, to tell us like, that I'm, I'm interested in this girl. Like, I want them to tell us because mm-hmm. not so that I can like, beat them up or something, but so that I can help you. Yeah. I've made mistakes. I want to help you. I want, you, I want to help you avoid it. So mm. I think teenagers out there, you need to know that your parents want to help. <laughs> they are not against you. They are for you. And in the same manner, I would also therefore say, if you belong to a church, your spiritual parents, therefore, your pastor, your, your, your connect group leader, whatever, we want to help. And the help that we can offer, you can't get from your peers. Because they haven't broken up like I have. <laughs> they, they haven't gone through all of the different experiences that we have now gained and can help you avoid pitfalls. So I think that will be one advice that I will really, really push for. Like tell somebody and tell someone that is not, I don't, I don't mean peers, because peers you're going to tell anyway. I mean someone in authority, someone older that can help you. Um, because, right, the principle is also this. Anything done in secret, there's already something wrong with it. Mm. I mean, if you have to hide it, there's already an element of secrecy. There's already an element of... Even if it's not wrong, uh, the fact that you hide it made the unwrong thing wrong. <laughs> That's interesting. You know mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if there's nothing to hide, there's nothing to hide. Why hide it? And if, if you hide it, there must be a reason. Mm. Um, so I, I, I feel like just doing this alone, Leaving out in the open, telling your parents, telling your pastor, telling someone older, uh, being accountable. I think that already can help solve many of the issues mm. before we even get into other other things, you know? Yeah. I really like what you said. Don't keep it a secret. Seeing so many young people, um, the ones that are healthy today in their relationship, it's really yeah. the ones that don't keep it a secret. They tell their parents. And you yes. know, shout out to parents out there who are uh, very supportive of uh, teenage dating years and they're there helping their kids and all. And I've seen some, yeah. they, they end up in marriage. You know, it's, very, it's a very beautiful journey. But yeah. that beautiful journey is a very tough journey, like you said. You know? <laughs> yeah. 10 to 15 years is a long time and you've got a lot of things to deal yeah. with and all. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't keep it a secret. Uh, I think it's yeah. a very, very good advice. Um, but you know how young people are, you know. I think maybe they, they want to keep it as a secret because they're so scared. <laughs> yeah. Think, what if, what if Pastor Andy says no, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then um, they start formulating this thing and they will say things like, okay, if I don't tell Pastor Andy, so Pastor Andy won't say no. So okay, lah, can jalan lah, you know what I mean? But if he yeah. says no, oh my gosh, my conscience won't allow me and then this relationship is doomed and all. What, what are your thoughts <laughs> about that? Like, you know, saying no to it. Yeah, so uh, I, I like that question. Because it relates to the, the, the first one, not keeping it a secret. Uh, see, if you, if you don't keep it a secret, it means you're open about it. 
And once you're open about something, an opinion, a stand, a way of life, whatever it is, right? That means you're open to other people's criticism and opinions, right? Because mm-hmm. there was bound to be someone that is going to disagree with your choice. Yes. Okay. Like I don't like pork, and I got a whole bunch of people around my life that disagree with the fact that I don't like pork. <laughs> and okay. and and it's an open. It's not even a secret. Like everybody knows, I don't like pork kind of thing. So once you're open about a, a, a life choice, you're open to criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Now, and I would say, therefore, that's why it's good for a teenager, whatever choices they make. Of course, today we're talking about dating. Whatever choices to not keep it a secret and be open about it, in order in order that they may be open to criticism. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know why? Because that's adulthood. Because. Mm. The teenage years, which is very short number of years, is actually it's a practice. No, it's a, like practice years. No, it's like it's the year where a teenager feels like I'm no longer a kid. That's why they're so pantang. No, if you ever treat them like kids, ah, uh, yeah, they're gonna be like, dude, hey, hello, I'm I'm not five anymore. I'm not ten anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's it's right that they feel that way because you are right. You're not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. But of course, the truth also is you're also not an adult yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I really it doesn't really matter how adult you feel mm-hmm. or how adult you dress up as uh-huh. you are a 15 year old still figuring out life but those teenagers is meant for you mm-hmm. to practice being an adult and being an adult means you learn how to make a choice and if you really think and believe it's right you defend it and if you can't defend it and, and if, if someone else can show you that your choice is not that right that you learn to be an adult and accept it. So, mm. I'm a teenage boy. I have a girlfriend. I'm convinced this is my girl. I'm convinced this is going to be my future. We're going to last the next 15 years. We're going to get married and have many kids, blah, blah, blah. Okay? And you listen to Pastor in this advice and say, I'm going to go tell my parents. <laughs> or I'm going to go and tell Pastor DK, okay? Because, you know, I don't want to keep it a secret. I want to be a man about it. I want to mm-hmm. be a woman about it. I tell them. Mm-hmm. What if they disagree? Now, they are entitled to disagree because... If you're entitled to your choices and your opinion, so are they. So, so you want your parents to treat you like an adult, all right? So what if they disagree? What if your parents say, well, I don't agree that you should, should be dating this girl, whatever, right? Uh, a lot of teenagers, sometimes, even before they get there, they already keep a secret because they don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Now, I, I would like to issue a challenge. Mm-hmm. If you want to be treated like an adult, behave like an adult, right? Wow. So, so tell your parents, tell whoever about your relationship choice, mm-hmm. okay? And be prepared. Some will agree. Some will say, oh man, that's girl, that girl is awesome. Oh, that, oh, that boy is awesome. Whatever. Mm-hmm. La. If that happens, right, of course, happy for you, nothing to deal with. Yep. But what if they disagree? Mm. Le- then, then learn to be an adult and say, okay, why do you disagree? I think this girl is great. Oh, why do you think she's great? Well, she she dresses well, she cooks well, whatever lah, no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you, you, and, 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 and maybe your parent will come up with one or two points and say, well, I don't think she's the right one for you because, and then they give you one point, two points, and then you have to be an adult and say, okay, you got a point, maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, but I think a lot of us, and I'm just thinking back on my own life, I, I kept it a secret because I did not want to deal with the, the adult part of the relationship. <laughs> I just wanted the romance part, like, Oh, it's just between me and me and her, love oh, and yeah, sunshine yeah. and fresh air and no, no. But the thing is, relationship has broken more lives than than anything else. Yeah, so true. So, so there's also that part that you need to protect yourself from, uh, and and that means relationship is a it's a very powerful thing. It can it can make or break your life, and for something so powerful and so important in life, I I, I think it's not. 
it's so valuable you shouldn't keep it a secret lah. So okay. so I I think yes, learning to say, uh, learning to deal with someone saying no to you. Two things yeah. I I learn uh, from this conversation with you. Uh, number one, don't keep it a secret. You know, learning how to tell it. You know, be upfront about it. You know, be real and tell it to your parents and your loved ones. And number two, if you want to be an adult, behave like one. You know, I think yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> Young people, you know, they just say what they want to say without the responsibility of being an adult, and then yeah. they they don't care, and then they think that's an adult thing to do, and I think that's not the way. I think these two things yeah. are very valuable, uh, really, to have a healthy relationship because I think the focus sometimes is that okay, what can we do to have a long, healthy, sustainable relationship like forever and ever? But yeah. what if? The healthiest thing to do is actually listening and say that, hey, you know what? Maybe this girl not right for you, lah. Maybe this yeah. guy is not right for you, you know. And you yeah. and the sustainable thing for you is to actually like, okay, you know what? I'll take it. Maybe I shouldn't get into it, you know. Yeah. And then I move yeah. on and behave like an adult because an yeah. adult also the same <laughs> thing, you know. If we are in a relationship when we are adults. And if that girl or guy or man and woman is not right for you, same thing as well. You know, you would think, yeah, should I continue? Should I not continue? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. I think back to high school dating as well. If you want to be an adult, you should behave like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that. That is really great advice. Uh, but before we end this podcast, as you were sharing um, from your point of view, I, I really love it. Um, how could we, as you know, young adults and adults, Meet in the middle ground for these high schoolers, you know, yeah. because we know that words are very powerful. We yeah. have learned that to mind our language because we just don't want to say things without any uh, thing that would hurt them in in you know in the end. So, what do you think we should do? You know, what things that we should say to help encourage these young people to open up as well and let them know that they are in a safe environment. Yeah. So I, I think uh, that's very important. And uh, the, the, the sad and disappointing thing that we have observed in many churches, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, I'll use church as a case study, is that uh, we've been so focused on telling people what to do. Uh, and that, that was, that's the kind of environment that people grew up in, in the church life, you know, just being told what to do but not enough listening. And when an environment is void of listening, uh, people don't feel like they're safe in that environment. They feel like, if I tell you something, you're just going to tell me something else. Uh, so why bother? And I think that's not helpful uh, because there are people who are... Who, okay, there, are, there are people who, no matter what you say, they, they're not going to want your help. And... The principle is this, you cannot help somebody, nobody can help somebody who doesn't want anybody's help. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> nobody can help somebody who doesn't want anybody's help. Uh, but then, in the, in, the, in the group of people, there are also people who genuinely need help. But you won't know about the help that they need unless they tell you about it. But they won't tell you about it if the environment is not conducive for them to share. So, uh, actually, in the last two to three years, I've been working very hard with my leaders to build a culture of listening, a culture of uh, creating a safe space for young people to tell us anything. And I don't have the time to go into all the details, but the result after these two years of just listening... Okay, so, for example, one of the one or two things that we did was, you know how we put up testimonies in church? Mm. And it's usually about how 
I have a problem. I pray to God. God solve the problem. Yay. The, the solve problem can be, I need money. I don't have money. God give me money. Yeah. I, I am sick. Uh, I pray God healed me. All these things, right? Which is wonderful. And I think we should have more of those because God is real. But I think the Christian walk is also filled with struggles and challenges. The valleys also, not just the mountains. So we started putting up stories about the valleys too. Mm. Young people on video sharing, look, my father has been really hard on my family. I hate him. I'm struggling to forgive him. Uh, well, recently we, we, we met up and I said I forgive him, but I still have no reason to talk to him. Mm. And we put it on video and we got young people sharing that. And more and more of those, those kind of things, they shed their fears, they shed their doubts. Because uh, actually that's real life. Yeah. For every person who goes on stage and said, God healed me, you got 20 more on the congregation who go, but I prayed and God didn't heal me. So yeah. am I, there's something wrong with me? Like, am I a bad Christian? Is it why did God didn't heal me? So I feel like, hey, it's time that we also share the other people's story. Because they're just as Christian as you and I. Just that they're going through a different journey. And God is with them. But God is taking them on a different journey. And so I feel like, you're right. The whole church, the whole community needs to build a culture of like, you know what? We are listening. No matter what you're going through, you are accepted here. Uh, and whatever you're going through, you 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 are not broken. Uh, you're going through brokenness, but you are not broken, and God is here for you. And because right, I think that's the first step to get people feeling safe enough to share. And then when after they share, you know, okay, that's what you're going through. Let me help you. Uh, so I think we we have to build that culture. We have to work very hard, and and it's so important. It's so important that I personally, myself, went for a listening course. <laughs> hmm. And not only have I been to a listening course, I became a trainer for the listening course. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, because it's so important to listen. Listening is a skill. And just like any other skill, we have to pick it up, learn it, and then practice it to get better at it. Because we assume that just because we have two years, we're already listening. But we are not. Uh, yeah yeah so yes so i think a church need to learn to listen thank you pastor yeah. andy um i think that was a valuable ending to listen yeah. it doesn't mean that you have two ears it means that you're listening no it is a skill yeah. we have to polish yeah. it you have to work on it and i think us as a community thank you so much yeah i'm reminded as a community we really need to be an op open space for them to just you know share everything because at one spectrum, we could be so like, hey, you know, tell us everything, you know, we want to help you. But then at the, end, the other side of it, we are not creating that space for it. So, you know, then yeah. we are in this huge dilemma. Thank you so much, Mr. Andy. Uh, I really sure. learned a lot from you and I'm sure the listeners on this podcast will learn a lot too. Thank you for your time. I love you, man. All right. Thank you, man. God bless you. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Seoul Malaysia.